Hello and welcome to Oyster Time Squirt Down, the only podcast that counts the rootinest, tootinest ways to scrutinous those shootinest little clams we call oysters. I'm your host, Rickety Jiminy Crickety Sea Squirt, and joined with me as always is my host, Kevin CQ cucumber uh, hey, hey was, was, was that it how many oysters you have oh i can i can never have enough oysters i yeah how totally my oysters? favorite food. what do you like most about oysters kevin oh just that that slippery feel they go down your throat oh i like I like throwing them back up. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Oh, ho, ho. What do you, what do you think is this? What do you think about, what do you think about oyster time squirt down? That that's gotta be our, our show title. I think for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that episode title. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll see. We'll have to see Uh strong contender to be sure. Um, but Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show and welcome back to another edition of That Happens, the show that asked the question. This is why why is this still happening? <laughs> like what? Why uh, at what point like, you know, do we just call it? What what point do we, you know, admit everything that's happening? I don't know. I mean, um, this is episode 96. We we're so close to 100. Yeah, I'm a master of uh, inertia. You know, that's been a thing my whole life is just really doing it. And it's like, I don't know. I just, the only thing is like, I wish it was better. Like, um, it's like, I don't know, but I'm not, I don't wish it was better enough to actually try or, or who knows, you know, um, but it, it's just, it's, it's, it's fun to do a podcast it's uh as a fan of podcasts this is barely this barely holds up our end of the contract you know as far as i'm concerned sometimes we do and sometimes we don't i don't know you know but uh hey man who knows you know nowadays we're the freaking premier ai podcast we're the that's kind of our thing now is we're the we're the number one ai content con, um podcast i'm gonna say comcast um but anyway you know we should we should probably talk about the news you know it's important to talk about the news you see any of these news kevin uh let's see i don't oh, know what, what's on. happened this week are you kidding me you don't have to you don't have to play coy like this you know, Kevin doesn't like to talk about what he does a lot, but um, you know, it's it's just come out that uh SVB Silicon Valley Bank has um there's been a run on the bank and uh I think they've gone bankrupt. And yeah. uh you know, up until now Kevin was the president of that company. He was the CEO. <laughs> He owns Sil you know, like I said, we don't like to talk about it, but Kevin owns Silicon Valley Bank. And, you know, I'm sure this is this is hard. But at the same time, it must be nice to get away from it and just think about podcasting, huh? It is. It is. You know, the the, the stresses of running a, a one of the country's largest banks 
kind of gets to you after a while. So it, it's nice just to chill back and, you know, chat with you and eat some snacks and yeah. Yeah, man, I got some good news. You're not going to have to worry about running that bank anymore. <laughs> if that's, if that gets stressful for you, that's not gonna, that's not going to be an issue pretty soon, I think. Um, but but yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun on Twitter just seeing a bunch of people freak out. Like, I don't know. I was never like, haha, rich people are actually going to take one, you know, and they just are announced just today, just like recently in the past couple hours that the, the, the government's going to bail out everybody or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, they're helping, which I'm not saying they shouldn't help, but it's just people were like, haha, the rich people are going to finally get have to pay the troll toll or whatever and but i was just like i'm sure they're gonna fucking it's gonna cause that's what always happens there's always there's never anything there's never anything that happens they always get bailed out no accountability it all just disappears you know every single time uh that's the thing man i i went to i went to like high school and like college eras was like obama you know and so that was the big bailouts and it was like oh shit all these companies they're gonna get it they're gonna get it they're gonna get it just for years it's like they're gonna get it and then it's just like uh no we're done we're just actually done with that we're not gonna do anything and then i was just like what the fuck, man that was like that was like a pretty formative government moment for me because you know obviously people talk about that but seeing it happen firsthand is pretty pretty uh different but it was fun seeing what's that guy jason at jason on twitter uh just yelling and freaking out <laughs> because you know at least at least he was sweating for a while you know i don't know fucking ghouls was piece of shit um i don't know what do you think kevin oh the business I mean, etsy had to halt payments for a while because etsy was tied up in them too yeah like this is one of those situations where i think letting it fail probably would not have accomplished what a lot of us would have hoped you know that you know yeah. this seems to be this is like affecting payroll and it's affecting like etsy payouts and things like that you know this this bank primarily uh specialized in accounts for tech startups and you know companies that needed unusual banking and things like that and from the sound of it it doesn't really sound like they did anything wrong other than just mistime the market you know they have more money than they need to pay out they just can't turn that into cash instantly and people started dumping their cash out well one thing is that they they yeah they were they they were kind of leveraged a little bit apparently but but yeah like it's not like they were a ponzi scheme as far as i understand um, but also, like, what I think, my, my, my vague understanding is just like, and who knows, you know, we're just, I'm just a couple of idiots. I am, I, I am just a couple of idiots. Um, but, like, my understanding is, generally speaking, it's like, they'll pay out a lot of, they would be paying out most of the people anyway, just not immediately, because, you know, it's just short-term stuff. Um, because, <laughs> because apparently, um, just some group chat, like a Discord full of tech bros or something, financial bros, uh, got like a bit froggy about the bank for some reason, and they're like, "Hey, maybe a couple of us should take our money about it, ha out, ha ha, or something." And then cue everybody <laughs> taking their money out, and then 
you got all of these companies trying to take their money out the cause to run on the banks like it fucks it all up but um which you know it doesn't that that usually doesn't do things it's just it's a it's kind of like a traffic jam generally right and and like in unless other things start to explode or collapse which i don't know has happened or not but um but that's if it you know but yeah oh yeah but uh i think it would have mostly been fine um but it would have been it could have been really bad but ultimately the big problem is just we gotta we just gotta regulate just gotta be regulated you know elizabeth warren never would have let any of this happen you know oh elizabeth warren and she's so dreamy too you know like that's not cool right i don't know but i i really like elizabeth warren i mean you know she's not she's not bernie sanders that's just a fact i'm not saying like oh she's no bernie i mean she's not bernie sanders you know it's hard to be Bernie Sanders and it's hard to beat being Bernie Sanders if you're a politician. Are you kidding me? But, uh, but yeah, but she's, she's cool. I don't know. A lot of people are mad at her. Don't like her or whatever, but I think she's, she's nice. She gets a lot done. Um, no boy. Okay. I wrote some stuff down to talk about and boy, this stuff that I wrote down sucks. You know what I wrote down? (laughs) I wrote down Chup Chunklet. What, Chup, what is that? Chup Chunklet. Um, I don't. Okay, so I don't know. You know, sometimes I'm, uh, I'm uh, like people. People get crazy. You know, you get into your own head and you go a little insane. But um, I was at my home the other day alone in my home, and I announced to the world to an empty room i announce chup chunklet and i just was immediately fixated i kept saying it and i just it started making me laugh and i just kept saying it and laughing over and over for a good five minutes and i'm like okay good okay i'm crazy i've gone crazy i'm an insane person chup chunklet um but you know that's one of the many things i wrote down um but i think I think it's like it's it's like a cookie, like a chup chocolate cookie, you know. <laughs> Have you ever had a chup chocolate cookie? Um, maybe. Uh, I I'd like to think I have. Man, speaking of cookies, there was this uh, this guy that posted. <laughs> someone someone said there's this study that just came out <laughs> that said uh mental health was not adversely affected by the pandemic that's what the study said and it also said the study didn't study anyone who was like struggling financially or people from minority backgrounds (laughs) or people from marginalized computers or even it said it said it did not study people with existing problems (laughs) which who cannot say they have existing problems like that's that's every person has existing problem what does that mean but so it was a study uh that said yeah everyone was fine but uh a lot of people were dunking on it and and some guy posted uh his his post uh was a, a recent post where he he made something called the king's hand which is a, a a treat that he dreamed about he had a dream about a food called the king's hand and it was a chocolate chip cookie no not chocolate chip it was an m&m cookie so like m&ms instead of chocolate chips in the shape of a hand but it was hollow 
and inside the hand was Greek salad. <laughs> and it was called the King's Hand, Kevin. <laughs> and uh, this is like something out of a fucking like fairy tale or something. But he woke up from the dream and he was like possessed to make it. And so eventually he figured out how to make it. Um, he made like a, a silicon mold of his hand and he pushed a bunch of <laughs> chocolate chips or, you know, cookie dough into it <laughs> and he baked it and filled it with fucking, with fucking Greek salad, man. He made the King's hand and he took pictures of it. And, uh, but that's like, I don't know. That seems like the kind of thing that you would do. Like you'd be possessed by a demon and like a dwarf would be possessed by a demon and go to the mine for like three months without eating and come out with a demonic sword. Kevin has pulled up a picture of the King's hand. Look at it. Isn't that beautiful? The audience can't see that. Okay. There you go. The audience can see the King's hand. Look at that. Look at, don't you like how there's M&Ms on the knuckles? He, he went through and he placed, he meticulously placed M&Ms into the knuckles, uh, as he was creating the, the hand, just beautiful stuff. The King's hand, everybody. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. How have you been? Will you have a good week? Yeah, I've had a, I've had a really good week. It's it's been pretty chill. Just catching up on getting stuff fixed around the house. Uh, got I don't know if I mentioned the show, but we, you know, a few months back, got two golden retriever puppies that have decided to destroy the house. Oh, nice! Are they like, chewing the walls? Literally, like one of them ripped part of the door frame off. Mm-hmm. So you know, repairing <laughs> How damage. Do you do that? bare mouth just literally grabbed onto the wood around the door frame and just ripped it off wow so yeah um that's that's supposed to be my week has been just catching up on stuff like that yeah it's been raining again i've been wanting to hike but i don't like hiding hiking when it's wet out because you get slippy in the mud and stuff it's all muddy and gross so i just don't like getting my shoes all muddy but it's a bummer i want to i want to get back to hiking before it's getting to it before it gets like too fucking hot you know um there's only a pretty short window before it starts getting really hot in the spring the the seasons i don't know what the seasons are like where you live but around here i've always had this theory that i guess because of climate change or whatever that the seasons are moving they're like pushing towards the future they're coming like later in time so like we've been getting a lot of rain lately but not like spring rain. It, it feels more like winter rain or something. And and so like it feels like everything's just moving around. The seasons are changing and the climates are all fucking up because of global warming. I don't know if that's true, but it's been we getting a lot of rain, which is it's cool, but it's just worrisome because of how strange it is, you know, especially with all the snow and stuff. It's just like, Jesus Christ, we're fucked. But uh I was going to ask, do you have any food? Have you made any King's hands or any crazy, (laughs) like any, any kind of, uh, you know, dishes lately, eat anything good? Um, I made a chicken tikka masala this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I, am back kind of on my trying to cook Indian food kick. So I, that's what I I made this week. Mm -hmm. Did a pretty decent job with that. How do you make that just in a pot? 
it's so many steps is you have to make this paste first then you have to make this sauce and then you have to marinate the chicken in the sauce overnight mm -hmm. and then you cook it and then add some more of the sauce into the pan and then it kind of makes a gravy as it's cooking um it's really good it's just it's it's literally hours of work to make it there's yeah, got to be a shortcut there's instant pot recipes but i'm sure that doesn't take away um marinating time but yeah i, I think usually they marinate it in like a kind of like it's kind of like a yogurt based something right like yeah yogurt you can marinate chicken and yogurt um just with a couple spices and stuff like greek yogurt and it goes a long way like it's, it's a really really strong kind of marinade um but yeah i want to figure that out but i just need to buy like 20 new spices or something you know i'd need to buy all those and it's just like a whole thing yeah um but it's it's, it's a lot of spices that you don't usually use in american cooking right that's the thing right now i'm kind of pushing the limits of my spice drawer but maybe i should try try and get some i can and, do it it's just like i've never wanted to commit fully go ahead yeah what what i do too is i try to get the whole spices and i have like a little tiny like ten dollar electric coffee grinder that i just dump the whole seeds in and then run that and i didn't think you would actually be able to taste the difference but you absolutely can yeah you know it's just it's just a whole different level of spice then and that i don't oh, mean 100%. heat i just mean like you know you you taste things that you would never taste normally yeah i just did um i we were i was just we were making like mexican food of some sort and we uh we used real cumin seed and buzzed it up in a coffee grinder as opposed to like you know cumin powdered cumin and it, you can just like it just smells so much stronger you know yeah. cumin's like the backbone of like a lot of kind of mexican cooking so like having that really authentic flavor it's a it's a real boost shall yeah. we say I also I like I like to cook rice and I put just whole cumin seeds in the rice as it's cooking and that adds a whole new flavor to them too. We got to try that. We got to try that. I've been hanging out with uh, my friends Ryan and Jeff and we go hang out and try and like come up with ideas and stuff. Um and write a little bit and just hang out and we eat food and um when he they they cook a lot of rice in a rice cooker. But they just do different stuff like sometimes they'll put oil or butter or chicken stock or bacon fat or you know whatever toss a bunch of mushrooms or onions and stuff and there's just you can you can go pretty crazy with the just a pretty standard rice cooker and get a lot of flavor out of, out of rice it's been a lot of fun eating stuff like that but you know what i've eaten recently is the fucking double down <laughs> the double down sandwich from kfc you gotta get this kevin all right um i'm trying to kill kevin <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> um uh, it's 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 intense i don't know you know i really liked you know i was a big fat kid back then so who knows but i really liked the double down from kfc and i was excited that it was coming back i actually really recently tweeted that <laughs> i was like kfc needs to bring back the double down i was like thinking about it um because it was really good i don't know there was something really good about it very unique um but i got it and it's the the pieces of chicken are so big there's no way they have to be bigger than they used to be i just i i have to believe that because they're so big i could like i could not not even come close to finish i mean i could have finished it if i wanted it just was gross like you're just eating these giant slabs of 
you know, the breast meat chicken. It's fried, sure, but when you get that much just like chicken fiber, like it's it feels kind of just like baked chicken or something, you know. It's just kind of like a very plain, not like a marinated flavored kind of, you know, you're you're just relying on the flavor and the breading, basically. Um, and there's not a lot of breading. And there's not a lot of flavor in the breading sometimes, you know. And so it was it was just way too much. And it was a bummer because I was really excited for you know recapturing my childhood probably you know <laughs> but uh it uh it, it disappointed and i was bummed i uh i, I ended up getting another one later uh, but it's just not it's not wait why did you get another one <laughs> because kevin this is the plight you know we had asperger detective on harmontown ages ago and um he said he said he says a lot of wild stuff but he says some stuff that at least seems smart it's the kind of stuff that when i was listening to it i was like i bet like this is what when people hear jordan peterson talk they're like oh you know and so it's like it's entirely possible this guy's saying just absolute nonsense and i'm just like trying to make it out to be really big but he he talked about how when you do drugs you're trying to commune with the past because you know uh what do you call it uh, resistance it's like what's drug resistance called tolerance um tolerance builds up and so like you're always chasing like a high from the past that you can't access because you have too high tolerance to get it you know if it's alcohol you need more alcohol to get that level of drunk if it's you know other drugs you need more weed or you know maybe you might might go to new drugs or whatever but it's like it's it's never kind of as good as it is when your tolerance is low so it's like you're always kind of trying to go back and it's like in that sense it's also a way of like avoiding a future and um and so i was like oh this guy's so crazy smart and he's talking about true crime as well this is interesting <laughs> you know his podcast was pretty interesting um but uh there's a lot of wild stuff in it it's it's very it's yeah but it's anyway i don't know why i brought that up in the first place who cares you know kevin we squirting some good oysters but you know it's time for a break we'll be right back with oyster time squirt down after a word from these messages when you're simply the best and your time to win trust the best and you're gonna win you're gonna beat the rest and it's time to win gonna beat it up celebrate your victory with the king's cup boasting nestle brand m&ms as well as uh but uh, daphne's brand greek salad the king's hand is the ultimate uh, oh, i said king's cup the King's Cup is the ultimate hand for your uh, graduating upperclassmen <laughs> this Sunday at Michael's. Michael's is the hobbit shop with a pushpin and a puff ball. Use the promo code Goblin Flakes for $10 off. Now back to Oyster Time Squirt Down. Holy God, we got a big oyster on the land, Kevin. Why don't you get the gar hook? Uh, you, know what a gar, you, you know what a gar hook is, Kevin? Oh, no, I do not. I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but I think it's called a gar hook. It's just, you know, like a three-ish foot-long stick that has a pretty sharp hook on the end. 
and you just you know when you get a giant ass fish on a thing you know you, it's kind of hard to get it the last mile into your boat so one of the things you could do is grab it with a gar hook and try and just like hook it really hard in the mouth and kind of like haul it up with with better leverage than you know your 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 flexible fishing rod i think it's called a gar hook um but you know we'll be right back after these messages <laughs> okay okay um all right okay chup chocolate talked about that <laughs> um okay so uh, you know another thing that i re- wrote i or a that i wrote down about was <laughs> outback steakhouse and this was in their twitter ads they were advertising this outback steakhouse has a new dish called the aussie chook ribs have you heard about these i have and not. no that's not a racial slur are you allowed i think as far as i'm concerned you're still allowed to say Aussie chook ribs. <laughs> what do you think if you had to guess if you if you were if you were unchopped and you had to make Aussie chook ribs? What what do you think that would be? I have no idea. I'm I'm thinking almost like ribs cooked to the point of being like pulled pork, maybe. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you know, like like really te- super tender, fall off the bone kind of. But maybe I'm yeah. just, that's just what I'm hungry for right now. You probably could make pulled pork out of rib meat, probably, huh? Because, um, you know, you make those fall off the bone ribs, and it's like, it's basically just kind of like pork meat. Okay, I'm, um, I'm anyway. looking this up. No, 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 don't look it up. Okay, so, so okay, what do you think, what do you think a chook is? Do you know what a chook is? I have no idea, but it sounds like something that gets us canceled. I'll give, yeah, I'll give you a hint. It's not, as far as I'm, I'm aware, a racial slur. That's, that's the hint. <laughs> um... <laughs> go go is it, is it a guess. cut of meat it's in a in a sense in a sense uh what kind of meat do you think it is it's got to be beef of some kind doesn't it no no you're wrong okay chuck is short for chuckus which you may remember from our our dalliances in australia that chuckus i'm pretty sure means chicken I think we learned that in Australia, or maybe I just learned it and associated with Australia and never came up. Who knows? Chukis. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I did Chukis. go with you guys to, to, to Australia, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe you here as the experts. Kevin, Chukis, Chukis, Kevin, Chukis. Isn't that a weird word? Just say it. Chukis. Kevin, say Chukis. 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 Okay, Kevin, make the AI run episode. <laughs> the word chuckus. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So the Aussie chook ribs. No, now knowing that they're chicken, imagine what that even is. Are you blocked into AI mode, Kevin? Do I need to to go one one player mode for this? I, I, I'm bit? I'm just trying to make the AI write something real quick here. All Hold right. On. Yeah. Okay. So imagine. Uh, th- so so put yourself in my shoes, listener. Is that I'm I know. <laughs> that chuck almost certainly refers to chicken and i'm seeing outback steakhouse is offering a dish called aussie chuck ribs and i'm like why why don't they think that sounds like a slur oh kevin looked something up that's not ai is it that is i asked it to define that word i don't know if i'm spelling it right though okay okay chuckus noun 
a small furry creature with a round body, big eyes, and long fluffy tail. Chukuses are native to the dense forests of the planet Zorgon, where they live in burrows beneath the trees. They are highly social creatures and communicate through a complex system of chirps, clicks, and whistles. Chukuses are known for their mischievous nature and love of shiny objects. They have a particular fondness for collecting small trinkets and hiding them in their burrows. It's not uncommon for a chukus to have a pile of glittering treasures, including bits of broken glass, shiny rocks, and discarded bits of metal, despite their playful nature. Chukuses are highly skilled hunters. They have sharp claws and teeth and are able to sketch small insects and rodents with ease. However, they're also very vulnerable to predators and rely on their speed and agility to avoid nature. In some cultures, chukuses are considered good luck and are kept as pets. They're playful companions and often trained to perform tricks or help with household tasks. However, caring for a chukus can be challenging as they require a diet of live insects and lots of exercise to play, stay happy and healthy. So, that's right. So, like, imagine I see that Aussie, uh, the Outback Steakhouse is now serving these furry little varmints on their menu. I'm like, we got to call PETA. And you know, I'm talking about PETA Griffin. <laughs> Cohog. Um, okay, so so Kevin, now knowing that a chook rib is a chicken, is, is chook refers to chicken and not as the AI suggested, some sort of you know okay. fantasy cute creature. What do you think a chook rib is? I mean, I'm I'm guessing it's gotta be some kind of like maybe blackened chicken rib meat. Uh, so a chicken rib is like kind of the breast you assume, right? Yeah. So a chook, a chook rib is, I think it's like half of a thigh. They cut off the thigh. You know how there's like a good bone of a thigh, um, in a, in a chicken thigh. There's like, there's like one solid bone and then there's like a much more complicated bone that that's stuck to. They basically cut off just that bone. So there's the one long bone with a good chunk of chicken on it. And then they cut, and then that's roughly in the shape of like a baby back spare rib. It's it's a, it's obviously you can tell it's not, but you look at it and you kind of see where they get the naming convention from. And so they they barbecue that barbecue style and and serve it to you. Um, and it's a chook, it's a chook rib. And I hope to God I'm right. Otherwise, I'm gonna be owing the FCC millions of dollars very soon. Uh, <laughs> So the AI does not know, uh, has not confirmed the existence of Australia is what Kevin has determined. They did, they cannot define chook ribs. So when um, the AI comes for us all, um, just tell her you're a chook rib <laughs> and you should be fine. But I had the chook ribs. They were good. I was going to, I was going to do a video about them for my, I do these video reviews that I put on YouTube. They're really for my Patreon. And if you like those videos, you should support me on Patreon. But um, I do those videos. I did one of the Double Down. If you want to see me say roughly the same thing about the Double Down in a video format, a different video format. Um, so Kevin has posted the description of the chook ribs, 10 chicken ribs, which again, doesn't explain what those are. 10 chicken ribs, slow cooked until tender, then grilled drizzled with a smoky aioli topped with fresno chilies and served with a side of barbecue sauce the aioli was the best part um there was not enough aioli i would have liked some more but they, they were very good they they tasted very much like barbecued chicken in a form factor that was very rib like and because you know the mesquite the cooking of barbecue imposes the smoky flavor into the meat 
they tasted a lot like pork ribs in the sense that you get a lot of that smoke more than you get the meat itself you know a lot of times so they were very good um so uh yeah i don't know um but we we do have to take a quick break um because you know we do have to keep up with our sponsors um so we'll be right back you know i'm carl outback and this is my steakhouse when i was just 12 i founded outback steakhouse with my own hand serving up slabs of meat that i cut myself from my corpse <laughs> my corpse i have a large course corpse of many creatures and i use it to staff outback steakhouse come and try our chuckus today use the promo code goblin flakes at checkout for 15 percent off and a free blooming onion and we're back to oyster time squirt down is that what it's called yes oyster oyster time squirt down and if you're just joining us uh the big oyster got away um so yeah well what what else is up kevin is this are we doing a good show this is good this is a great show i have no idea what we've talked about um like one of the signs like you know for the people listening at home during the show i'm writing down potential titles for the episode oh, and like no. a, a sign that this is a good show usually is that i've written down almost nothing and that's <laughs> that's what's happening tonight I think that a lot of stuff that's being said might not technically be words is the problem. <laughs> um, that might be part of the deal. I don't know. Um, so, okay. So part of being ADD is time blindness. You know about time blindness? Vaguely. It basically means you just have a, a hard time conceptualizing and perceiving time specifically as, as it relates to living your life. So, um, an ADHD person might resonate very strongly with the phrase, I can't do anything today. I have a phone call, um, which is like, uh, I think a functioning person is like, what are you, what are you talking about? You mean, you, you mean you do everything you're going to do and then you're going to run errands and then you take the phone call. It's like, no, like I know I wake up at 9am and I'm like, I have a phone call at four. Okay. You know, and then. And then it's nine thirty, and I'm like, okay, still got that phone call, you know. And uh, uh, you know, and then it's either just like you're just thinking about it, and you just can't, I don't know. And then just it suddenly it's there, and it's like well, I didn't even do anything; I was just waiting for the call all day. I don't know. It's, it's it's I guess it's maybe a little bit hard to define time blindness, um, but it's also it, it makes it hard to kind of like plan because it's either things something's like about to happen or it's not. And so for a phone call happening today, it feels like it's about to happen all day, even though it's not because you can't like actually, you know, put sand in an hourglass and conceptualize like, oh, I could go to the beach and, and swim and take a shower and drive home and get lunch and then go to the show, you know, and uh, the doing Harmontown and doing this podcast is even like that too, where it's just like, well, I can't do anything today because I know at 5 30 i'm gonna have to be at home so i can't do anything the whole day you know i don't know um but i've been i've been having some time blindness today or just in general and i don't know why but i wanted to bring it up it's an adhd thing that that caused me a lot of problems but i've been dealing with it um 
not in a bad way i was just thinking about it a lot um but so okay <sighs> like literally one person on reddit or something said that they like when we talk about hollywood or tv or something and hey that's all it fucking takes we're so starved for feedback that that's all it takes we're gonna talk more um so i'm actually for the first time in a long time today not today today but this as of this week i've i've like we've hit this major milestone in something i've been working on um we had this uh a development deal um that we've basically finished and so you know tv has changed over the years and i'm not even sure i have what the current state of it is right but you know it used to be in tv that you'd have like a pilot like you'd say you know oh i have the pilot script and people would read the pilot script and they're like oh i like the pilot script let's shoot the pilot and then you get money to make one pilot and they'd show that to people and they'd be like this could be a whole show let's make the show and then you get a deal to like make the show like and i don't know exactly how that process paid out but or played out but um you know that's what it used to be but now now it's it's a bit different but you know like a lot of times you get you know what's called a development deal which so you know you have an idea you eventually get a a, a time to pitch it right um so you usually need to have some sort of representation or some other way of contacting the companies you want to pitch to to set those meetings and that usually needs some sort of line of communication that already exists like some sort of relationship you know like a relationship between a studio and a network or something you know like the relationship between starburns and a sci-fi channel does sci-fi channel still exist um but you know so so you have to you have to like have connections or you have to like get the pitch set but once you set the pitch you know you're like oh here's here's my idea and then they're like oh one of the things they can do is they can offer you a development deal i think they could just offer you a series deal right there or like uh, uh there's you know obviously they offer you a, it's a deal or no deal situation you know it's like a shark tank or whatever they're like i'm in or i'm not in i'm in or i'm out you know and so um if they're in they could be in for the whole series if you're you know a famous person with like a slam dunk idea or like if you're guillermo del toro or and you're working with ryan reynolds or something you know maybe maybe you can immediately get a series order off of, off of a pilot pitch or off of a pitch um but most people i think these days are gonna maybe get something closer to a development deal which is instead of paying um you know to make the whole thing because we've moved away from producing pilots that's like the big thing is that tv has moved away from producing pilots and um so like so instead of so now instead of just producing one pilot which costs x amount of money now it's like we're gonna either produce or not produce a whole season and that's gonna be x times you know eight to ten or something money which is a larger you know it's a what do you call it a uh a figure what do you call it a figure right i don't know uh, an order of magnitude there you go it's an order of magnitude larger to like produce a season than it is a show and so um what they do is a development deal where you know you usually produce some sort of deliverables it could be you know a, a pilot it can be a story bible it could be a sizzle reel 
it could be you know a script it could be it could be all sorts of stuff but usually there's you know options on the on the development deal that you get paid some fraction of of the money so it's like they're they're trying to test you out and see like oh i heard the pitch maybe i like the pitch but who knows if these people are trustworthy people let's do this development deal and see what a working relationship is going to work like you know and then over the course of that development deal you um you give deliverables in exchange for you know agreed upon amounts of money or whatever depending on what you're delivering in your role and whatever um so but it's just a small amount and then hopefully you deliver everything and then that gets them to the point where they're like oh i'm confident in these delivered goods i think we can make a show this is the show we want to make this is a show you know ultimately at the end of the development deal and it's usually it's sometimes specified in the development deal like what the terms are or whatever but then they can go like yeah we're going to exercise our option to order a season from you or order an episode you know technically they could order a pilot or a half season or a couple episodes or something you know but um these days it seems like people are ordering more seasons as opposed to uh just pilots like i was saying like because the industry is shifting um so you know it's just crazy this there's this process that we've been going through it's been it started before the pandemic and it's still been going on and it's just been like jesus christ like to just have this ball in the air that's just conceptual and it doesn't exist it's like religious you just have to believe in it you know and it's like who knows if it's ever going to actually happen and so it's just been this weird place doing this and that for for years and uh now we're gonna find out if we can uh actually work or not um hopefully I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about. I try to be relatively vague, but whatever. Um, I probably talk too much, so I'm sorry. Uh, to the government? I'm sorry to uh, NSA. Um, the freaking the freaking woke liberals are trying to cancel us, dude. Um, he's woke. Jordan Peterson has been crazy lately. Jordan Peterson just tweeted this like photo of like a weird fetish porn thing where there's like guys strapped to like a dick milking machine <laughs> he was like this is deeply concerning is this what the liberals want or something and they're like this is that's porn like what are you like someone said like the liberals are doing this or something like they're trying to emasculate your children i don't know but and then just today he, he posted like you will regret this i don't know jordan peterson is like that guy in sim city who's like you cannot cut funding you will regret this or whatever where it's just like he feels like a not real person he's like a pop-up of a human being that exists to yell some sort of thing and then disappear he's kind of like a like um like a really fucked up clippy you know <laughs> like he just kinda, you're just gonna trying to live your digital existence and jordan peter says because of his it looks like you're trying to moralize the with wokeness would you like to get destroyed by my facts and logic or whatever i don't know i don't know man Ugh. what else you have any topics you want to talk about kevin i try to take notes and i'm not really happy with the results of my note taking i mean i think the notes i took were fine but it's like they didn't really engender a lot of good stuff it's just kind of very very banal reporting of what i've written down well i I, I had a question about the pilot process and and the development deals and things like that like 
not talking your specific project, but in general, like how much money do does a pilot cost to make? And like, you know, if, if you're doing a, a deal where there's specific milestones, like what do those milestones look like? Is it like there's a script that's one and then you've shot something, but not an entire episode is another? Like what kind of milestones do, the, do they give you? Well, like a production is like a company you have to build from the ground up, right? Obviously you have a production company, so you already have people that exist, but you have to, you have to bring in a whole crew, you know? So, so you have to hire a line producer and other producers and the line producers, uh, you know, go back and forth and they set budgets and schedules and then they get people hired and stuff. And, um, you know, you have to, every time something gets made, you have to go and from scratch get, you know what a hundred or so people and cobble them together with animation you often have to work with uh because you know the price of animation we you know you often have to go out of out of country um like for harman quest we dealt with bardell which is a company in canada and i think bardell kind of outsourced some of its stuff to korea i think um so like uh you know so you're you're doing a lot of different stuff but ultimately you're creating this giant pipeline in creating that pipeline and getting those people on the hook, that's expensive because you have to pay them or let them go, you know? Um, so, so because of that, I think, you know, it's like, if you're going to spin up that process for one episode, you know, the, the sunk costs of a lot of that setup, like represents a large portion of, or not, maybe not a large portion, but just too much of a hassle to really spin up for no reason. Like, I think that's why they like the sizzle reel because they usually just pay like a pretty small lump sum, I think. And then they're like, you just deal with it. You know, you figure out how you want to get it made. Um, but it's not like, it's not like a production that they're having to really worry about. Um, but, but I don't know, you know, animation specifically is really expensive. So I think sizzle reels happen both in live action and, and animation, but it's probably really easy to make it like an, a, a live action sizzle reel for a lot of concepts whereas for animation it's like you know if you're gonna then again you need like fucking animators you need again a whole animation team um so i i don't i don't actually know if that's like a huge influence but i think that's probably relevant i don't know it just but like i said it just seems like they're moving away i don't know why they're doing that um maybe it's streaming you know maybe it's that because yeah well that's true too because pilot season used to be a thing that's like a holdover from broadcast television so maybe like there's not a need for pilot season and so now there's not a need that way and it's just like we need a we need these giant chunks of content to fill our binge models or something you know i don't know could easily be that <sighs> chup chunklet it's fun it's some fun stuff as a, as a both as a content creator but also as a consumer do you like the binge method of like releasing everything all at once or would you prefer to stretch things out i think i prefer to stretch it out um as a consumer i like binge watching stuff but it's just i don't know there's something there's something about the time that i think helps you process i don't know i don't know i also think like i'm a weird audience like i often will watch something and then immediately forget and then it'll kind of come back to me a little later so like when i binge watch something i kind of like will forget like what happened whereas if i watch something week to week i'll like it'll it'll kind of sit better into my memory for some reason i don't know 
like i think that's probably more me than other people but maybe there's something to that that affects me more strongly than other people and maybe that affects other people too like who knows but yeah i think it's 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 people i don't know i feel like i get really invested into shows that i like and if i'm allowed to just binge the whole season i will and then i'm left wanting more but then it's a year before there's more so my brain has just completely moved on to like oh yeah that still exists by the time it comes out again yeah i think it's yeah i feel like i get more satisfied when i watch it week to week but i do watch it all if i can um but like anime is it almost always comes out week to week um unless it's on netflix and i i really like it's, it's fun watching it that way it's fun looking forward to like oh shit this and this show come out on thursday and this and this show come out on saturday you know and being able like having like thinking about time like i don't know having shit to look forward to like whereas like sitting down and looking at netflix and being like oh like a new truckload of this came in i'll plot myself down and watch this for three hours or something you know it feels it's just a little bit different it's like an activity as opposed to like being shoveled something or something you know i don't know um i'm definitely fine either way um but that's that's my general preference but i think it's better for shows like i feel like it's better for the culture of shows um for them to come out week to week you know people seem to talk about them more that way i don't know um kevin asked in the chat he said that the early looks at harman quest use a different animation style so um when harman quest first got made we had you know i talk i've probably talked about this before but it had something that was called the um i don't know, i guess we didn't really have a name of it but i i guess i've been calling it the sizzle reel season because we used it as like a way to sell the idea of harman quest ultimately like i think we didn't we didn't we failed to sell the pitch and then somehow like dan was like let's just do this as like a live show and we started trying to get starburns to like do something like spend a little bit of money kind of like animating something i think is like a sizzle reel to kind of use use for uh, another round of pitching and i think that's what happened and um so we had this guy trevor moore who came on to be the uh like the animation director or the project director or whatever and um he hired an artist that did these really intricate kind of you know paper crafty looking designs kevin's playing um Let's see if i can find Morty. it Morty. um but yeah he's, he's got it has these kind of paper doll kind of this paper craft design that was based on the style came from there was this like commercial for an airplane that used this paper craft kind of style and this was like based on it um can you play it it's it's just a second worth yeah okay then whatever um but yeah you can see these paper dolls where you can kind of see the joints folding over themselves and the background is like these layers of of paper and the 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 trees kind of look like these rectangles that are cut you know and so these like paper cut cutouts and so it was this papery style and we got these amazing intricate characters designs that i felt were very D and they felt very kind of adult comedy cartoony 
and they felt very you know modern like like jokingly modern too like you know we got there's blake anderson has this kind of he's like has a wizard hat but he also has what looks kind of like a, a cross between a wizard robe and a hoodie you know um so it's just like these these really kind of absurd costumes um and he the, the designer designed all those characters for us and then we got you know we were gonna make some other designs we 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 got like uh, a deal i think to make 10 designs for i think sci-fi or nbc universal or something and um so we were starting to get designs back and they looked like shit compared to these ones and i was like well i mean they can't clash with the style like how do you have these four characters designed like this and then you have these other characters designed like this like what happened and it turned off it turned out that the guy basically just fell off the face of the earth like he stopped returning calls and stuff uh and and no one could get a hold of him that we knew of so we stopped having that artist and he was basically the key to that style is this very very specific intricate style um that no one else could even come close to replicating it and um so we had bad designs for the rest of the designs for that part um but you know like i said it was just for a sizzle reel it was just for pitching um so we looked very monty python to me kind of you know like the paper kind of looks they did yeah i think we were all really in love with it and i think it's probably a big part of what got the show made i don't know if they wanted it to look like that necessarily but i think you know seeing that just like it sells you on the humor of oh these guys look like the celebrities and oh isn't it funny that he's holding a sword you know i think you really get the concept pretty quickly in a fun way um you know even just with that basic stuff but that art style i think it really sells the fantasy of it all it was really cool um it was very you know it was kind of limited but it was stylistic you know it, it was very paper doll like so it was hard to do things that weren't paper doll style movements so it kind of looked like uh you know a flashback in a stylish movie you know <laughs> all these flashbacks have these kind of like paper doll kind of like cut scene kind of like the uh, storytelling moments um but yeah i don't know do i have anything written down kevin i hope so rant about companies existing to limit liability i think that companies are I, I think it's bad. I probably ranted about this on the podcast before. I just think, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to talk about this right now. You know what's happening on TikTok, Kevin? What's, what's happening on TikTok? Is the new thing that kids are doing are, um, you know, a cool thing to do on TikTok is what amounts to sexual harassing women, <laughs> like just cat calls and, 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 and commenting really uh, directly on women's appearances and stuff um and the 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 newest face of that is to comment in someone's TikTok to comment a post a comment that says it's a the emotion the emoji that's a checkbox that's unchecked so it's an unchecked checkbox has not been checked and it says hard to watch and then under that is a checked checkbox with the check mark and it says hard while watching and so the idea is you get a boner while you're watching you know who's presumably like a woman making a TikTok, and everyone's doing that and that's what's happening on TikTok. 
you realize that's going to be every review of our podcast now. Yeah, good. It's better than being hard to watch, you know, <laughs> which I would say I'd argue it kind of is hard to watch. So I'd much rather people be hard while watching. Um, you know, that's just me. But I don't know. You know, I don't know. I've always been like a coward and uh, very meek and, and lacking in initiative. But um, I feel like there's a lot of very normalized like ways to like, I don't know, just be really gross to women online. That's like seen as funny. And that's like an example of it where everyone's just like, haha, it's a meme. But just like if that's happening to you, I, I feel like, I don't know, does it feel like a meme? It, feel, it feels like a bunch of people are saying like, haha, I have a boner looking at you right now across the internet. Like it just feels very creepy to me. You know, it's just like very aggressive. And I think stuff like that has just been very, very normalized. And everyone's like, ah, oh, you can't take a joke. Was, especially because there's cyber distance where it's like, it's not even real. It's like everyone lives their lives on fucking line and stuff. You know, people meet their partners online and not just like on apps and stuff like in world of warcraft you know so it's like i think you know i think stuff like that in digital spaces does matter but it uh, feels like a joke to a lot of people i don't know maybe i'm just a fuddy-duddy who knows <sighs> whatever but at least i'm mumbling so no one will be able to hear it in the final podcast i'm a mumbly bitch kevin have you noticed this you ever notice i'm a mumbly piece of shit i i've never thought of you that way no Wow, incredible stuff. But you know it's not a mumbly piece of shit. <laughs> Soda. Oh, that's right, Kevin. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, wait. Okay, okay. Can you play that again? I'm going to try and improvise. It's and it's not going to go well. I'm going to try and come up with lyrics for that song. Okay. Give me some soda for me to drink. I will tell you just what I will think. That wasn't bad. I think I could have done a better job. And I liked how my phone dropped at the end of the song, though. That was like a fun kind of sound effect. Um, but hey. And we have the okay. outro for that that we've never used, too, I don't think, have we? Well, let's just play it now. Okay, play that again. I'm going to do the song. Okay. That is all the soda for now. If I could time that better, I think something like that kind of works. That's all the pop time. That's all. We'll sip. We'll get there. You know what would be good is like if we spent, we could allocate time off camera to think about some of the stuff that will later be a part of the show ahead of time. So we won't have to come up with it in the moment in front of people. We can actually put, we can put effort into this. I don't know if you've thought of this, but this is, this is like just occurring to me. I, I, I never considered this, but we got Dr. Pepper. What is this fucking Dr. Pepper? Strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper, Kevin. It took me a long time to get it, get it. Before the pandemic, Kevin's like, have you heard about this Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream? And I'm like, I don't know. We haven't seen it around here. And four years later, it shows up. But I finally got it. You know, speaking of which, I was complaining that black, uh, Pitch Black wasn't around uh, lately. And now it's in every, now it's in like most 7-Elevens near me. So now I'm like high on the hog. I got I to gotta stock up before it goes away. But 
Have you tried this yet, Kevin? Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream? No. Um, I've sniffed it, but that's as far as I've gotten. I haven't actually tasted it yet. I was saving that for the show. You know what's weird is that a snifter isn't for sniffing, you know? I guess you could sniff out of it, though. Like a snifter of wine? Like, I, you do smell a wine, so maybe, I don't know. We'll have to investigate this in depth later. <laughs> um, all right, you want to try the first soda? I've been liking having you try the first soda lately. Um, okay. I guess we should smell it first, though. Yeah, so this is strawberry and cream, oh. supposed to be a limited edition Dr. Pepper. It smells like very fake, very fake strawberry. Yeah, it smells like strawberry ice cream, I think, kind of, you know? It smells like strawberry, like lip gloss or something. Or like a strawberry milkshake. Chapstick. Yeah. Like, it's artificial strawberry for sure. I get, um, like, a mild about, bit of these creamy kind of notes, but to me, for whatever reason, it just feels like chapstick or like... Yeah. Like Vaseline. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something like, like that. I don't know. Like, some fast food, like... Burger King strawberry milkshake is kind of like my my guess from just sniffing it so far. Oh, and you got a can, so yeah. you got a truer flavor. I got the bottle, which always corrupts and perverts the flavor. You want to give it a taste then? Sure. All right. Yeah, it just smells like cosmetics to me for some reason. No, this really does, t I think, give me a strawberry milkshake-y kind of. Like, if you made like a root beer float but with dr pepper and strawberry ice cream i think that's what this would be it's not bad it's not it is very sweet though yeah so it has this kind of weird flavor where it's like schrodinger's flavor or something i don't know not schrodinger I'm trying to think of what flavor this would be heisenberg's flavor uh heisenberg uncertainty flavor where i feel like you can taste like the strawberries and cream or the dr pepper but you can't taste them at the same time they kind of like hit the same taste buds um but but yeah the so when i was having a few flavor tastes of it it kind of tasted like you know, you get these upper notes of this kind of very light, perfumey strawberry, this very saccharine kind of candy, artificial, really, uh, really kind of cloying flavor. And then underneath, you had all this, this Dr. Pepper, which to me, it just tasted like water. Like it was just in water almost. Um, and then sometimes you get more of the cream. And when the cream has kind of like room to aerate or something in your in your nasal passages a little bit, you get a pretty nice uh, strawberry cream, which I think there was those strawberry cream hard candies. Do you remember those? Yeah. I think I it, it definitely has that kind of flavor, right? Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't I know. I think it's more successful in a hard. Like, there's a lot of flavors that just don't translate very well to soda because they don't have that texture. And I think this kind of gets there a little bit because the cream just cream doesn't taste the same in a liquid like it needs that kind of fat to kind of kind of unfold in or something you know um, right. but it is good but it's good more leaning on the the cherry and just a little bit of this creaminess which is like a thin creaminess I don't know. yeah i don't think this is something i would drink regularly like I'm, I'm glad i tried it but it's just it's very sweet and not very satisfying yeah i feel like you just all you get you just you get the strawberry maybe like i feel like 
oh, I guess I should say full disclosure. I had this before, and I could like I could I could some some tastes would taste like one, and some would taste like the other, and sometimes it cancel out. But right now, it's just like all I'm getting is the strawberry cream flavor, and it feels like the Dr Pepper just detracts from it. It kind of like it adds complication and bitter kind of elements to it, kind of like a bitter water to it, which just takes away from what might otherwise taste like a strawberry cream soda or something, you know? So like, like the fact that it has Dr. Pepper in it kind of detracts from the overall thing compared to like, whereas those, those notes of strawberry and cream do work really well. Whereas I think, you know, a, a comparable was the cream soda, the Dr. Pepper and cream soda. I feel like those just kind of canceled each other out and kind of you were left with basically nothing. This isn't quite that because the Dr. Pepper isn't strong enough to like kill off the, the strawberry cream, but I don't know. Interesting stuff. Kevin, yeah. interesting stuff. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I mean, again, like this, I'm, I'm glad I tried it. I don't think I'm going to finish this can and I don't think I'll buy it again, but it was, it was an interesting taste. So that sounds like a stank. Is that a drink or a stank? I mean, it, it's a, it doesn't taste bad, but I just don't want it again. So I'm, I'm probably going to lean towards stank. What about you? I'm not going to go drink or stank. I'm going to have to go thank to the Lord for letting me experience this today. Uh, just like he lets me experience every day because every day is a gift. We're going to be right back with another episode of Oyster Time Squirt Down, but we'll be right back with a... Uh, what do you want to do next, Kevin? <laughs> do you want it? Do you want to try the, the Skittles? I don't know if I want to do both unless we, we, we need it to fill time, uh, but I think we could try either. We have these Japanese Skittles that Kevin brought. Uh, uh, Kevin brought them. Um, Kevin's in the other room <laughs> recording this, and he also uh, brought old-time bubblegum-flavored soda. So let's go for the, the bubbled soda. Yeah, man. We were talking about how soda is the thing that I used the transition for, not candy. So Kevin put his in the fridge and I will assume, I don't think he got it very much colder, but you probably got a little bit of chill on it. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. But mine is not cold. It was, uh, it was warm when I received it and unfortunately it was not cooled down for me no one cooled it down so i'm i have to drink it warm it's a bummer yeah all right I so asked yeah my this cat is, if she could pop it in the fridge but this is old time brand bubblegum flavored soda it's got a price it says old time taste old time price yeah i said it's got a price it's got a pirate on the cover the cover i gotta get out of here kevin i think my brain is failing all right, should we should we crack this open and give it a shot? Yeah, let me. I'll drink it first. All right, it it smells like fucking. It smells like medicine. Oh, but okay. Spencer's trying it. it. Tastes exactly like it smells. It uh, it is a weak flavor. It is not overpowering. Um, there is bitterness to the flavor. <laughs> I said it smells like uh, medicine because there is this kind of bit stale bitterness to it. And boy, howdy, is that smell present in the flavor as well. You taste exa- it tastes exactly like it smells. It smells sort of like not good. hums, you know, maybe yes. or it is very medicinal, very yes. much. All right. Let me, let me try um, it now. Yeah, but weak, weak flavor. It's not it's not strong. 
watered down, I would say. And it's not very fizzy either. You're not going to love what I'm about to say, Kevin. Yeah. One bottle is 30, 375 calories, which is way more. That is 186% of your recommended but sugar. that's like double a Mountain Dew. Like we do a, a like a, a like a like a fucking a major melon. That's two eighty calories. This is three seventy. Oh, that's not double. That's like a hundred hundred more calories. And it doesn't come off in the flavor. It does not taste sweeter than Mountain no. Dew. Tastes much worse. This this is not good. I mean this this, oh. this is like bubblegum tums in liquid form. Man, my 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 computer's battery's gonna go out. But it's not. I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to make it out to the whole show. But I was thinking it would be kind of cool if we like were like, oh well, the show's almost over. My battery's almost dead. Let's let's see, let's see what it looks like when my computer dies and it kills you know my feed from the stream. Like that could be interesting. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen. We're riding at ten percent. We got five minutes left on the clock, yeah. and we're coming in for a smooth landing outside temperature is 62 degrees and there are light showers through scattered parts of the basin um so you're gonna want to grab your coat before you get out onto the jetway but we thank you for flying oyster time squirt down <laughs> we know uh you have uh, a lot of choices of of seafood novelty podcast themes airlines <laughs> we appreciate your business <laughs> oh man okay so real quick real quick kevin real quick there's this uh, this came up pretty quick after the um the seinfeld ai but a new ai simpsons has come up it's called unlimited steam it's on twitch can you pull that up kevin yes um, it's it's this steamed ham scene from from Simpsons with Skinner and Chalmers, but this time there's freaking uh, special AI. vegetable takes a bit of work. You know how it is. Oh no, you don't. I know exactly what you're up to. You're trying to cover up the fact that the kitchen is on fire now put it out before it gets any worse uh yes sir skinner why have you given us silly agnes instead of she has to fill him i was trying to give you something different for a change all right okay Billy okay. agnes has so a I unique think... taste and ta this is maybe not a good one to come in on the uh, but it's it's okay so in the simpsons he's just fucking Skinner, he, he burns the, the the ham or whatever the fuck. He has to go to Krusty Burger to get the hamburgers, and he passes them off at Steve Ham's, and his kitchen is on fire. And he says it's the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> and Chalmers is like, what? And so AI people have taken that and have, have made AI rewrite that with different prompts or with different specifics. So it's like he's cooking a different dish, and and it's just really good. But that one was bad because sometimes – it just uses the scientific names of barely edible plants as the as the specific when it's like, oh, what are you cooking? And so they'll say like brassica 
uh you know aspergillus or something <laughs> it's like oh no i burnt the brassica aspergillus <laughs> um but it's a lot of fun it's twitch.tv uh slash unlimited steam um and it's it's better than the fucking it's better than uh than the seinfeld one the seinfeld one i'm pretty sure got a, a cease and desist from seinfeld and so they had to scrub any references to seinfeld that were on their uh their twitch stream which there's basically not and it was not seinfeld like there's no it was very very loosely based on seinfeld but now it's all way different and so the the that stream is kind of it's jumped the shark now because it got a C and D from seinfeld um what a jerk i'm not certain that's happened but i bet like 20 bucks that that's what happened i'm pretty but sure jerry seinfeld you know you can't trust him yeah i saw a video a TikTok of him like doing a college you know he does colleges like as as part of his tour you know that's where he met his wife or whatever um but uh so he does colleges and i saw a video of of him asking about the ai seinfeld and the audience was like explaining it to him he was like so it does it so it's like he was like learning about it on stage so i think he got mad at the thing but there's also some guy also made an anime do you want to pull up the anime one this one's like way crazier. He seems to have made like used some sort of game engine to um to like render these 3D models and and so it's like a lot more elaborate. Um do you have the sound for that? Yes. Let's, let's see what this like we can like. leave all our worries behind. I don't think that's possible. Ah, uh, but it is. Nothing is impossible. That could be true. So that's an exaggeration. Uh, we just saw maybe, but it's still a, a nice a, thought, a, right? One of the characters get yes, hit in the face with is. a water Suki. ball because just out of nowhere. Yeah, just out of nowhere, and you see just there the bell ring, and I everyone's looking true. at the screen see? because this now is made in the Unity engine. Here. This is a You're game right. environment or something. Let's just enjoy our time and here. if you All donate right. to the Let's stream, you can affect the actual show Always in progress. Time. So you can pay a hundred dollars to throw a water bottle at a character, or you can pay, I think, no five hundred to make the no bell what? ring and everyone stare What's at the screen. And so it's really crazy. Oh, it's interactive. Us? It's an we anime. It's a lot more elaborate than any of the other things because it just has no. different types of scenes. I'm going to be the like I think they must have programmed like, oh, do all these different types of scenes. Like it's just, it's really crazy. And like, oh, someone's someone's making their heads bigger. You can also pay money to make people's heads bigger. Oh, see, he, uh, a briefcase just got hit. Okay. Yeah, someone hit her, hit her in the head with a briefcase, and so it's just—it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Honestly, it's like, again, it's not good. And honestly, like the humor and interestingness of this one is probably the worst. Like, like the writing is like the least compelling. The characters are boring. They never do anything interesting. But um just technologically it's crazy like it gets me really excited like i want to do shit like this um but you know AI is gonna kill us all i don't want to like i don't know we gotta figure this out because we're gonna die i've been seeing you know people have been generating a lot better ai uh content through the text generation which i was never one of these people who was like oh we're never gonna use ai to replace uh writing but it's gotten pretty good pretty fast uh so it's pretty crazy we're all gonna die uh but that's our show folks Got anything to plug, Kevin? Um, so yeah, up next on Tribe Home Video is Video Apocalypse, where we show some cool music videos, followed by this is real so life. Gross. This soda is so gross. 
Oh, really sorry. I'm sorry. Followed by Real Life Sci-Fi. Go ahead. Real Life sorry. Sci-Fi. And then a brand new Rob Schraub special, uh, Primitive CGI Theater. So if you're watching this live, stick around at SchraubHomeVideo.com. And if you're not, come join us on Sundays. You know, the first uh, CGI animation was actually a man built a campfire in a cave in which he had painted a cave painting. And as the flames flickered, it, it made them you know appear to move. See you, folks.